Welcome to Driving Theology. This is Mike, and it is a beautiful December morning. The snow or on the mountains, and the air is crisp and clear, cold. And uh, I am on my way to work. And uh, today, uh, in keeping with the uh, kind of Advent theme I've had going on, going on the last couple weeks, uh, I wanted to uh, continue with that. So we talked about hope and peace. Uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, last week we talked about love, which I still need to post, I think. Uh, and somewhat controversially, I have joy following love instead of joy first and then love. <clears throat> but uh, I wanted to tell you why I thought maybe that was a good way to go about it. So today we'll talk about joy. Um, and there are many, many joyful things going on this week. Of course, we're less than a week from Christmas. <laughs> Uh, and the festivities that come with that. Um, along with that, my two oldest daughters are returning home for the holidays, and I'm very stoked about that. Actually, not for the holidays, all of them, unfortunately, just for Christmas, and, uh, and for a wedding that's going to be two days before Christmas of some very dear uh, and close friends that are really more like family to me. Um, that will be on Saturday, and that'll be a, a, a wedding that I get to uh, officiate. Um, uh, and those are some very joyful things that are happening. And, and uh, it's, a, it's a time that generally we consider to be the, the most joyous time of the season. Um, the uh, French say, Joyeux Noël. Joyeux something that naturally comes to a lot of people. Um, for whatever reason, people seem to be wired differently and are able to experience joys more or less depending on how that is. And whether that's a, a, a hard wiring or, or more of a uh, soft wiring, uh, you know, programming, I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, but we all know though that guy who seems to be always happy, or always, always having fun, or making fun, or, or uh, you know, the life of the party. Somebody who always uh, is trying to be joyful or spread joy. General, generally, we love those people most of the times, but there are times when, when uh, you know, we wish they'd just be quiet. <laughs> uh, and actually, I, I have a feeling I'm one of them, or. Or that I have been one of them in the past. I, I feel like I'm less and less that way. Maybe as I get older, maybe I'm becoming a little bit more cynical uh, as the years uh, tick off. Um, but I think generally, I've always considered myself one of the one of the happier people I know. But again, maybe that's just a perspective thing. You know, maybe maybe everybody sees themselves that way. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> There are times that I would have labeled myself a uh, extreme optimist. Uh, these days, you know, I, I, I'm 
optimistic. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think there's good reason to be to be optimistic in a lot of areas, but I'm probably a, a bit more realistic now that I'm a, a father and a business owner, and and uh, the uh, things or, or people uh, for whom I'm responsible uh, are adding up, and so <clears throat> yeah, possibly I. I'm a bit more realistic or a bit more cynical than I used to be. Um, but I want to talk about why there, you know, why we can be filled with joy. Why, why, why should joy be the default for everyone? Um, and of course, you know, my answer is going to be Jesus, and pretty much he's my answer for everything, and maybe. You get tired of hearing that, or maybe you know, you're someone who, who also uh, believes in the in the multifaceted way that Jesus uh, is knit through the universe. Um, there's something making a weird noise. Stop it. Um, <clears throat> but Jesus gives us reason to be joyful. Uh, and and it's because of his love that, that we can have joy. Wow. That sound just does not want to quit. And I can't figure out where it's coming from. Maybe you can't even hear it. So uh, let's, let's just hope you're not hearing what I'm hearing. So, because of Jesus' love, we have every reason to be joyful. Uh, and as, as Paul talks about in Philippians, you know, we can, we can be joyful in every situation, right? Rejoice, he says. Again, I say rejoice. Um, and, I, and I think, by and large, Christians should be celebrating people. Uh, and I, uh, that's what I really want to do this year is celebrate and, and to, to make a joyful noise, if you will. Uh, I want to be someone who's known to celebrate and to have a good time and to, um, to try to live out what I believe uh, Jesus to be and to have done and to provide it. And that's nothing short of salvation for the entire earth. You know, I, I've I've been some time calling myself a hopeful universalist. Today I'll say I'm a, I, I want to be a joyfully hopeful universalist. I, I want to uh, have more joy in my life. The problem is I, I, I'm a person that doesn't like to say no. Uh, I'm insecure that way. I, I, <clears throat> first of all, I'm afraid if I, if I say no once, people won't ever come to me again. That's an insecurity I have. Uh, another thing I have is that I, I, I like to be praised. I, you know, my chosen profession is, is uh, performing. Uh, you know, uh, theater or music or whatever. That's kind of what, you know, the path that I chose from a long time ago to follow. I enjoy that. I enjoy the applause of the audience. I enjoy uh, singing for them. 
or, or, and or acting for them, and I still do that sometimes. Um, I probably enjoy attention uh, way too much. I'm, I'm, I'm a younger child, um, and so <clears throat> I forgot where I was going with this. So anyway, I, I tend to, especially around the holidays, say yes to way too many things, you know. Uh, and, and these days, I actually say no first, and then I allow myself to be talked into it. Used to, I just say yes, and, and you know, just be grateful that somebody wants to wants to hear me sing. These days, I, I understand that I really shouldn't allow myself to get too much piled on. Um, and even so, I end up saying yes a lot of times uh, to different things. And <clears throat> you know, I own, own a couple of businesses, and so there's uh, there's lots of opportunities during the holidays for parties. And, and uh, <clears throat> I also have done several concerts in the last couple months, and those take a lot of time and work, and they they really mostly take worry. Um, I don't put as much time and work into it as I once did because I kind of have more confidence in my ability to, and this is not, not a good thing, I'm saying that this out front, I kind of have confidence in my ability to make things happen even when I'm not as well prepared as I should be. Um, the people who know me know this is true. <laughs> I, I uh, don't always prepare and plan like I should. <clears throat> um, and a lot of that is because I, I have this inability to multitask. It looks like I'm a good multitasker. Um, because I, I have so many, I wear so many hats. Uh, but actually, I'm, I'm, I'm a horrible multitasker. I'm, I'm starting to realize this is maybe the first time I've, I've shared, shared this revelation. I, I, may not, I may even deny it to other people now, now that I think about it. Uh, I, I can multitask in as much as I can do a different task every day. Um, <clears throat> but if I've got a big task, say a concert coming up, even if I'm not doing all the preparation I need for that, all I can think of is the first thing coming up. And it's really hard for me to put the attention and time into something else when I've got this thing hanging over my head. And so, for example, I have a wedding to perform this week, but I had a concert that was that I did exactly a week before, right? Which was uh, two days ago on Sunday. And so I really put off a lot of the stuff I needed to do for the wedding until I could get that concert done. And that's just how I'm. That's how I'm. Wired, I guess. I don't know what it is. Uh, but for whatever reason, lots of stuff comes up, uh, you know, even between October, from October to December, it's pretty much full on, you know, every, every weekend or every other weekend we've got something else going on, not to mention our normal workload, uh, you know, life load, let's just say. Uh, and so... Yeah, I, I think one thing that takes the joy out of me during these uh, this, these times is the fact that uh, there is just so much to do. 
You know, there, there's so many th extra things that we, we allow to be piled on and they all, for whatever reason, cram up at the end of the year. <clears throat> um, and so that's where I am now. And, and that takes a lot of the joy out of me. And, and, you know, a lot of it's just mental. Like I said, it's not, it's not real stuff. Um, so what I need to do for myself, I think, is, is, is focus on Jesus more and more during this time to focus on mm, or coffee yeah coffee could be good too no 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 Jesus <clears throat> that's the true answer um, to focus on Jesus more and to, to realize that you know even if I should fail in some of these tasks or even if I should not have taken on some of these tasks um, everything's going to be just fine whether I pass whether I fail uh, whether I succeed, uh, whether I'm loved or whether I'm not loved, uh, it's it's just going to be all okay. You know, everything is going to be fine, uh, and that's for everybody. It's not because I've done anything, right? It's not because I have specifically uh, accomplished anything or or gotten to some kind of a special level or anything like that. It's not. It's not because of anything that I've done. Uh, it's. It's the fact that that Jesus has taken care of everything, uh, and the life that He is preparing for us um, is decided. You know, it's. It's. It's all. It's all taken care of. It's all paid for, bought, you know, it's all bought and paid for, I guess is a good way to say that. Um, and that's an easy thing for me to say. It's very difficult to live my life as if that's true. <clears throat> but I must say, I think I'm, I'm getting better at it. I think, I think it's getting easier as life goes on in a lot of ways to, to not worry about the results so much. Right. Um, I think I think worrying and fretting over results is one of the biggest ways that we so often get into trouble. You know, that's sorry. I'm in some road construction. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't make me too late. Um, but you know, the worrying about worries that I have as a father and a husband uh, and an employer <clears throat> and a partner uh, and a performer um, and whatever else all of those worries are are fulfilled all of the things that I worry about have been fulfilled in Christ in Jesus Even my personal problems, you know, things that, that I struggle with, uh, lust, pride, or greed, you know, these things I may continue to struggle with my entire life, and yet Jesus understands the struggle. Uh, he knows how weak I am, 
doesn't care. He loves me the same. He loves me the same. Man, if you can't be joyful about that, you know, it's like it's like going into a test that you haven't prepared for, knowing you're gonna fail, and the teacher hands you a blank test, except that the top is written A plus. You have to take the test, but the grades decide it. It doesn't matter how you perform. You're gonna have to take the test, okay? That's just that's just the world you live in. You're gonna have to take the test. Okay, but he has given you an A+, and you know you're going to fail. You know that if you take the test, and it's based on your ability to, to answer it correctly, that you have failed before you began. And that realization, <clears throat> that realization that you can't pass, that the cards are stacked against you, that this world and, and all the evil forces that exist here are conspiring to make you fail to be good enough to earn Jesus's favor and yet he's gonna give it to you anyway why not be joyful about that yeah there's there's gonna be some things that suck some difficult things that we have to go through in life it's gonna be hard it's gonna be painful going to be filled with anger sometimes and sorrow sometimes and hurt um, but even through all of that prevalent prevalent emotion that is our birthright is joy right our birthright is joy Unfortunately, not everyone knows Jesus. And unfortunately, a lot of people will die having never heard his name and have died, never having been given a chance to understand uh, these ideas um, that are based on the person of Jesus. Right? They've never had a chance to understand what it means to be completely justified and sanctified forgiven. They've died not realizing this. And that doesn't matter either. You know, if, if God's grace is not free to everyone, it's not grace, is it? If we have to jump through certain hoops to get God's grace, then it's not grace. Or it's conditional grace at best. And conditional grace is the same thing as as, as, you know, payment for having achieved something. And whether that achievement is just, you know, having dipped your, your body in, in water or, or uh, having known the right word on which to call when you pray, the right name uh, of the God to whom you should pray. Even something so small as that is still something based on merit. Grace is either grace or it's not. And it's either free to all, or it's not grace. Um, <clears throat> and I think a lot of Jesus' parables bear this out. Um, now, yeah, you can say, well, Jesus' parables say other things as well. Well, I think there, there are 
yes, of course, there are other ways to look at the things that he says that are not the same as this. For example, people who are who are given the opportunity to receive grace, but uh, refuse grace, and the hell that that puts them in, right? <clears throat> Refusing Jesus' grace, I think, uh, can put you in a kind of hell. Because when, when your life uh, is measured by how you perform in it, uh, then none of us are ever going to perform up to, up to our desired standards. And if you think you are, you're probably just delusional. And so there's, there's great reason to be joyful. There's great reason to be joyful because I can be joyful because the people that know Jesus have received God's grace. And their names are written in the book of life. And I can be joyful that the people who do not know Jesus yet, well, he's going to find a way to take care of them too. In this life or the next. And that's the hopeful universalist I have. I'm hopeful in the love of Christ. And that gives me every reason to be joyful. I don't know what you've gone through this year. I don't know the pains that you're feeling right now. The loved ones who, who maybe have passed on or who for whatever reason are not able or allowed to be with you. <clears throat> and those pains are real um, but I do want you to know that your birthright is joy you, you, have, you have earned the right because of what Christ has done to be joyful through all that stuff and I pray that those hurts are, are healed and I pray that uh find peace and rest in your relationships but I know that other hurts are going to come behind behind them I know that there will be other people who abandon you or disappoint you uh, you're going to be in financial troubles uh, close met you know member of your family may be sick or become sick uh, and your life may be full of of toil uh, and I want you to know that even alongside all of that you have received the right Jesus has has paid the price for you to have the right to be joyful through that and I don't know what that what shape that joy is going to take for you <clears throat> Uh, but I just pray that during this season, somehow you can you can find a, find some of it. Um, and if that means going deeper into your pain, facing your pain, so that on the other end you can more quickly come to joy, then then I pray that you undergo that. Uh, some of us do need to go through a sort of gauntlet that way. Um, So that's why I think joy uh, 
is the final candle of Advent instead of love. And of course, as I've said before, love is tied up in all four of these, in the peace, uh, the hope, the peace, the, the love, and the joy, right? Jesus' love, he is love, and so any, any attribute that may come forth from him comes forth from his essence, which is love. <clears throat> um, yeah, I, 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 I pray joy for you um, and for everyone in the world. We have, we have every reason to celebrate. We have every reason to celebrate. Jesus has taken care of the results of your life. And guess what? You get an A+. Get an A+. Celebrate. <laughs>